I think it would be more like, uh, you know, like a Grand Canyon-esque where, you know, people are like, the picture's like, oh, that's cool. But when you see it, you're like, ho, ho, that is I cool. hope. I hope. Because I also hope it's not. We can wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink. Clink. Oh, clack. Clickety clack. How are we doing, man? Fantastic. Again, as always, you know, just loving life, living it up, enjoying winter, <clears throat> enjoying the snow, having a blast. Having good holidays. We're in the middle. Yeah. Christmas I, just ended. <clears throat> New Year's was, is uh, right around the corner. Well, it was really nice. You know, I, I surprised my family. I, dr I drove over here to Oregon uh, in a blizzard to get here. Um, and then in a blizzard to leave here. There but, you go. Oh, yeah. It, it's supposed to snow this weekend. Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, not only that, but... You know, today, the day we're recording this, we're going to that Van Gogh exhibit uh, in Portland. So I'm excited for that because I like art and you can get uh, some people, you know, we're, go we're going as a family, so it'll be fun. And it'll be good content if you're following the Rude Rude or Zach of Wandering Ways. You might be able to see some cool stuff, but okay, go. it's, it's a relaxing, enjoyable holiday. What about for you, my man? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back in Seaside right now. Uh, good old Seaside. I am, I spent the last weekend with family actually down in Ashland. We did the whole, um, Shakespeare festival play. Uh, oh, really? That was going on. It goes on in December. No, this is the first time they've ever done a, a Christmas play and it's because of COVID oh. stuff. So... Oh. They like kind of remade the Christmas Carol. Do you know that story? Yeah. You know, screw really. bah humbug, Christmas yeah. past, Christmas present, future. <clears throat> so they remade it, um, but it was the most random thing in the world. It really, they remade it, but they didn't follow the story at all. It was a comedy, so it was meant to just make you laugh. Uh, there's like dinosaurs in it so it's like you know <laughs> how does that fit really into it and it doesn't but no it was it was good it was cool um uh yeah i'm in seaside not not too much going on i'm gonna go get a swim in later today um <clears throat> and new year so i'm gonna be back down in ashland because i gotta work so well, isn't that just fun? No, it's exciting stuff for the holiday. Being here, being there, being all over the place, traveling. You know, while I'm out, I try to, I try to stop and see some things, you know, especially when I come over to Oregon or back and forth through Montana, you know, like on the way out here running into like, it was just a ton of snow in Sealy. It's kind of crazy because like maybe it's elevation you're gaining or what but like when you're by the big cow the road is fine and there's just some snow in the fields but when you get around salmon lake like on your way to sealy 
that is the point in which uh, the road really becomes snow. And it almost significantly, uh, the snow piles up more. It just looks deeper, feel felt deeper, you know, so. Yeah, there's probably more, probably more snow. And then, it, I don't know, maybe it's, it's easier to um, clear the roads down by like the gas station and all that. I think it's more a little, little higher elevation because you're kind of up the, like, you know, you go around yeah. and like you go through that kind of canyon and then you're into the Seely Valley, Seely Swan Valley kind of. Yeah. And that one to me, like, that's where it really made the difference. I, I wonder how, you know, it's crazy how weather moves through, you know, me and you were talking about that, you know, with our trip to Olympic where literally we're on the top of the ridge of this mountain on this side of the mountain, it's warm. And on this side of the mountain, it's fucking ice cold. And yeah. crazy how like that works. And I noticed it and, you know, I ran into you yesterday, you know, I got into Oregon, meet you in Woodburn and hang around and we're talking about like how the drive from Montana to Idaho, right there on the I-90, the snow was so bad on the Montana side. But the moment I hit the Idaho side, it turns into a slush, more rainy type in the air you know it's just crazy what weather does and how it you literally uses like the valleys to travel yeah it's interesting how much geography or geological all that i don't know what the term is it geography or geological geology, points, geology. Yeah, maybe I mean, all of above yeah um and how much that plays a factor into the the weather <laughs> yeah it's crazy it, i mean it, yeah it, i get it you know closer to the equator is going to be hotter closer to the poles is going to be colder but i was talking more of like the east west not the north south kind of difference you know exactly but even not even just the uh like you you'll see fire smoke up one valley and not the other and it's like how like the mountain's going down like how's it not at the end flopping over to the other side and sometimes they do but like it's just, it's just cool to yeah. watch the fire. You know, we watched a fire one time. It was by Three Forks, and we were driving home to Billings. And the fire smoke, the way it traveled around the Bozeman Pass, and it's because it just was in, like, one straight line. It was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. it basically popped out near Laurel, and it was like, oh, it just kind of went behind the mountains there. And yeah, well, I mean, like, down in Ashland, the fire when we get fires down Southern Oregon, Northern California, where Ashland sits, it's in the valley. So the fire smoke comes and sits right in this, the way the valley sits there. So, you know, we don't get fires, but we get the fire smoke. And then the positive to it or positive negative, however you want to look at it, like this time of year with the snow, the hills all have snow. But the valley, the bottom of the valley sits low enough to where the town of Ashland doesn't have the snow on the mm -hmm. roads or anything. But if you wanted to go like ski or something, you're 30 minutes from like a ski resort because literally you can, you're looking at snow around, mm -hmm. but you're just not experiencing it at, at the town itself. You're one of those communities. Yeah. Uh... A look but don't touch kind of coming down. Who's kidding? I, I don't I don't mind it, you know. <laughs> I don't I'm not a huge fan of the snow, but you know, if you wanted to go and enjoy it, you totally could. And so I don't like to drive in the snow is really what it comes down to. 
Well, it's like it's like the Rocky Mountains in Denver, right? They joke that Denver's that town that you know people saw the snow in the Rocky Mountains. They were like, "Yeah, we're good here." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I could see that. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> we'll stay here. We yeah. heard the stories. <laughs> Speaking of stories, I got a good one for you guys today. Oh, I'm holding it upside down for our Spotify video listeners. I apologize. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, actually, before we get into this with Spotify, you know, if you are listening to this and you want video, Spotify um, supplies video now. Also, the big thing for for all of our Spotify listeners, Spotify is now allowing you to rate our podcast so you can star rate the podcast. So if you could, please go on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you're a newer listener from Apple, give us a five-star rating if you love us. If you don't love us, you know, give us the one-star, but we would appreciate the five-star <laughs> rating. Yeah, we, need, we need more five-star reviews to counterbalance the one-stars from all the people that me and Mark have pissed off that have just come out and hated us on. No, I think we have one bad review, but... <laughs> yeah, no, if so, if you could, please go rate uh re- leave a review it helps out the algorithms is really what it helps out with mm-hmm. um and so it helps when we get the algorithms better we get the podcast better so if you could go on spotify watch the video uh go on spotify give us a, a little uh, rating a little five star hopefully um or if you're on apple go ahead and give us a rating there too but please go rate subscribe follow all that fun stuff on the podcasts um spotify google apple uh anchor if you listen on anchor which is where we do most of this anyway so please go ahead and do that for us um and if you are watching on spotify hello (laughs) no i like that i think that's a it's good to let everyone know. And also, really, guys, we do appreciate it. We, we appreciate hearing from you, too. You know, when you write in your questions or uh, just say hello, tell us your top five, whatever that may be, um, we appreciate it. You know, you can always reach us at wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And you guys can get us... Uh, you know, let us know because I'm going to get into actually another book. You know, we did that over Halloween. We talked, we did some ghost stories. We did Yellowstone ghost stories. But I have Yellowstone Death in it, Death in Yellowstone, uh, written by Lee H. Whitsley's, W H I T T L E S E Y. And it's the accidents and foolhardiness in the first national park. Um, in the back of the book, it's themed to the nature category, so it fits this podcast. Check the box. <laughs> and, uh, the back says Yellowstone Park has a long history of deaths by everything from earthquakes to bear attacks, poison gas, and lightning. Since 1870, there have been 300 deaths plus because you know this book was written. I don't know how long ago. I'll find that out for you because there's been more deaths since. We've, we've heard. There's been bears. There's been, there's been at least one. <laughs> I got, well, there's been a couple bear killings. I no, I know. I was just saying at least one death. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but all brought together in this fascinating book by a longtime chronicler of Yellowstone's history. So I'm going to get into it. It's a short one. We're only doing number 24. 
uh, deaths from carbon monoxide poisoning, because if, if you've read the title of today's episode, uh, this one starts with a winter death. And something that we need to be more considerate about, um, because like, for example, the other day it was really cold. So what does Zach do? He's like, let's go park the car in the garage, crack the garage and just run the car, right? Because I was heat, I was, yeah, okay, I was heating the car up. So I put stickers on the side of the car so like they wouldn't like so they would stick because it was a little cold out. And I was doing it. I'm sitting in my garage and I'm just starting to get lightheaded. And I was like, oh yeah, you can't do that. So then <laughs> I went inside and like laid down because it was like it was getting like I kicked out a couple times when I was standing in my garage. I was like, I need to go get some fresh air. Like, I'm almost done. Last sticker. I would have lived. There was enough fresh air in the area. <laughs> Gosh. But number 24, deaths from carbon monoxide poisoning. At least seven people have been killed in the manner or in this manner in or near Yellowstone National Park. Interestingly, in two separate incidents of this type, three people were killed each time. Ooh, some New Year's blues, huh? Um, one of these occurred in the heavy snow and cold just after midnight on December 9th, 1923. Three employees of Yellowstone Park Transportation Company, David Soroka, Edward J. Wright, Dale A. Spears, were unable to get through a deep snowdrift between Canyon and Norris in their truck. So they decided to wait it out in the vehicle at a point about five and one quarter miles west of Canyon. They left the engine running, went to sleep, and died from carbon monoxide while they slept. Then the truck caught fire and all three bodies were burned beyond recognition. The bodies were moved by sleigh to Mammoth. A similar incident happened June 20th, 1947, just outside the park to the Northeast. A late snowstorm occurred in the Beartooth Mountains and three National Park employees named Vernon Kayser, John P. Baker, and Richard Huckles gave aid all day long to stranded motorists. It grew dark so the three decided to wait it out the night in their truck. They went to sleep with the engine running and did not wake up. 11-month-old infant left, was left in her parents' car with the engine running. Louise Christine Fenner of 5th Idaho died at Madison Campground on September 8, 1946. And that's it. Those are the people falling asleep in the snow. That's something you shouldn't do because the carbon monoxide poisoning is something that we don't take serious sometimes. And you don't want to be out you don't want to be rescued in Little Mar Valley in the middle of winter. You're not getting even the hot, little dinky hospitals that take you to that area. Like you don't want that type of treatment. Yeah, no, you definitely do not. You want to. That's a good. I mean, it's just it talks about the death. There's very there's some long stories which I mean I would like to get into, but you guys are a little busy. Um, <laughs> But no, if there's some good ones. I think it, this book goes up to 1995. You know, there's death from diving, wild horses, wagons, bears, all sorts of it. And it's a, it's a good book. I recommend it. Maybe we'll bring it back out one of these times. But I thought to talk about that and get into today's review about winter Yellowstone, I'm excited. I love yeah. it. You know? No, what's exciting about it is that we have... Um, you are just coming back from a trip inside Yellowstone here in the winter. As I'm sure most people know, 
through pictures and stuff that they've seen. But now we get to talk about it. <laughs> Even and what it, and what it means when we get to talk about it is we get to do one of, and we haven't done one in a while, so this is ex extra exciting. But we get to do a little wandering ways review. So Zach is going to review his trip to the wonderful Yellowstone National Park Winter Edition. 2021 WWR. Bring in the heat. Yeah, I mean, nor the blizzard cold, but you know. There you go. See, <laughs> that's that's what we're starting it off with. Um, we can start. I mean, I guess if you want to tell us the bulk, kind of the detail. Yeah of your trip and then we'll get into the ratings and stuff here in a little bit all the star reviews or um we still haven't figured out a funny thing instead of stars to call them bigfoots oh yeah we could call them bigfoots we could get all five bigfoots yeah <laughs> but we don't have any bigfoots because we haven't seen well you've seen them but yeah. i haven't seen them yet or found them yet so i can't can't be handing them out if i don't have them <laughs> exactly but anyways <laughs> let us know what did you do in the park? What did I do in the park? Sheesh. Well, I actually headed down Friday night to, to go stay in the Chico Prey area with uh, Jared and Colton. Um, they live down. Well, Colton and his girlfriend live down there now, and Jared has a house down there. Um, not sure when he's going to move down there, but New Year sounds like kind of when he'll be down there permanently. So hopefully I'll get it, be able to get back down there. Um, during that time and go explore and experience some more of Yellowstone just because I did buy the 80-day pass my life, or the 80-day pass, the $80 pass for like the, the year. Oh, nice. To get to all the other parks, you know, so it's like when we go to Glacier, this over back to Yellowstone, all that you, pays for itself, guys. And and you're giving that money, that money's going directly to the parks. And, and I want to say the money that each park generates from that like it's a, a lot of that comes actually back to the park which is good um so so support your parks in that way i know it's a lot sometimes for some people or they get kind of like i was talking to jared and colton in the car sorry for the side story about our tribal ids and using our tribal ids to enter these parks and i was like you know i've never really fought it or tried to fight it with my little shell id um just because of who I am as a nature conservationist of like, no, like this is like, I like supporting the parks because this money is going to them protecting the park. Um, and the more people that buy a pass also argue, and it, it shows, right? If a million people bought a pass and saying, there's a million people who like going to more than just one park or who like having this pass. So it helps. Um, but so we went down there, we went to the good old emigrant bar in emigrant, uh, for dinner that night. Um, if you don't know about it, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's all they got. Um, I know Colt was, Colt was like, yeah, that bartender was at the grocery store the other day when I was at the grocery store. I'm like, how fun is that? You get to run into the same people everywhere you go. I mean, it's the middle of nowhere, you know. Exactly. There's what fifteen people probably in the town. They've got like ten, like maybe five buildings. In Prey, yeah. The Prey doesn't have well. Prey's the one. So if you're actually going down from Livingston to, uh, well, is that Prey or what? Or that might be Immigrant. I don't know. You know the little gas station on your way from uh, Livingston to Gardner. 
that's in the middle of Paradise Valley. It's a little green Sinclair, and there's like those like bars or not, like the little shopping, and there's some apartments, whatnot, right there, right off the. Yeah. Yeah, it's that area, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's there's more than just a few houses. There's about six. <laughs> just booming no. population. Yeah. No, Jared and Colton just moved in. Oh yeah, no, it, actually, it went up. It went up two hundred percent. Yeah, they uh, they rolled up the road. They live up the road because they uh, that's where the pit is. Um, that's what they prefer to it as, and it's a big pit uh, for the quarry that they. Oh have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for travertine rock, which is going to be legit shit. It's going to be like granite countertops uh, in that sense, right? Travertine is a rock. It's yeah. the same rock as mammoth hot springs. So like the that's travertine. Well. If when you're standing on Mammoth Hot Springs and you look out past Mammoth towards Gardner, the hill up behind Gardner, that's where the travertine quarry is. So they'll be going up there, taking the rock down to pray to the pit down there. So they have a whole setup plan. Uh, so we did that. We woke up early um, and we just kind of rolled right into the park, you know, just drove into uh, Gardner there. Did the always got to go through the, the, the arch. Yeah, they're always got to drive through it. They've detoured the road. You used to have to go through it. Now they've detoured it. So one for traffic to make it easier, but two, yeah. so it's like you can go do your touristy pictures over there and not hold up the line. Yep. And, uh, so I did that. Uh, got some good pictures of the Rubru under that. Um, rolled right into the park, and right there where you see the big horn sheep, you know, right, right there, there was two nice sized herds. You know, some. Big size billies. Oh, that's oh no. yeah. Like as you're coming down, there's the rock side right there, right by the Gardner River. So when you're first coming to the park, you follow along the river. There's some good pullouts. Make sure to use your pullouts, folks, in the winter and in the summer. Um, in the winter, you can get away with it more, but especially when you're that close to the entrance, use a fucking pullout. Yeah, I saw an Oregonian. They weren't using a pullout, so I'm gonna call them out. <laughs> <laughs> use your pullouts, people. Yeah. Pull out. No. <laughs> no, it was a good one. Uh, because that's also that same hill you'll see in the summer, the sheep will be laying up on top, just yep. enjoying the nice cool air up at the very top. Um it was, I mean we sat there for a minute because there's some that woman, he was big, you know, in, in the state of Montana, we were talking about it for hunting. That's the heaviest fine. If you poach one of these things or do something illegal with a ram, it's the heaviest fine you'll get. Um, and they uh, they have to be three-fourths curl. So the, the curl on the side of their antlers or their horns has to go at least three-fourths of the way uh, okay. for it to be legal. Um, and this one, I mean, he was passed full. He was a big old hog. I have pictures of him on Zach of Wandering Ways. Uh, as well as some video on the Drew Guru and stuff, but that was really cool to experience and go. And then we kind of rolled in, took our time. Uh, we didn't run into any animals until we really hit the petrified tree. That was kind of our first, one of our first main stops. And we saw some elk on the hill there and just kind of enjoyed them from afar. No bull elk. We were looking for bull elk. I know Colton really wanted to see them. Um, wolves are really trying to see some wolves and the bison, you know. And it's funny because, like, I get it for some people going to Yellowstone, it's your first time going to Yellowstone. And if you're doing the Lamar Valley, and that's all that was open 
from Gardner to Cook City, that's really the only road that's open for those two to get back and forth. So people go through Lamar. Um, and a lot of people, when they come up to Yellowstone in the winter, they go through West Yellowstone, like you and your family did. Yeah. Because there's a lot more to do down there, as well as like in the park, there's even like Old Faithful. There's a little bit more. Yeah. But the wildlife encounters in the Lamar Valley, and if you're ever going to Lamar any time of the year, you will most likely, from Tower to Cook City, run into bison that uh, are close to the road. Yeah. So I always laugh at the people who are pointing far away at that little bison dot. You know, when they first get into the Lamar Valley, that's it's like, keep going. Because even, even on your way back out, if you're coming back out this way, which a lot of people do because they don't do the Bear Tooth Pass or they don't stay in Cook City, um, that bison will work his way down to the road eventually. <laughs> on yeah. your way out. So I know Colton and his girlfriend were like, let's stop, let's, let's take a picture, let's do this. And I was like, no, 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 there'll be more bison, don't worry. Like, they'll be close. And yeah. sure enough, we did have an encounter later in the day. Um, did that, drove around, drove the Lamar Valley, took some pictures of nets, and I have some beanies and hats that uh, for the little shell shop that I was taking photos of like me wearing them so people could see them online, uh, kind of how they're, how they're worn. Um, but we drove that, then we got to Cook City, we stayed, we ate lunch at the, at the saloon there, uh, the only place that was really open for food and didn't look open for food because when we arrived in, like the main restaurant was closed. It was just the bar in the back. And like Montana, you walk into any bar in Montana, they're open, right? <laughs> There's always selling alcohol. Yeah. And so there was enough people sitting around this bar and we got like a table because all the tables by the windows were taken and no one had food yet. And we're like, oh shit, like, do they have food? Like, does this place serve food? They were serving food. It was good food because we we're all starving. And uh, one of the families, and you could tell they were a bougie family. Yeah. Just by like the outfits they were wearing, kind of just the look of the family sitting at the table too, where they weren't really engaged with one another. They're all doing their own thing on their phones and kind of like in kind of frustrated that the food didn't show up right away. And they're actually staying at that lodge too. So oh, nice. I think it was, so they moved, they, once they finished eating there, they did. Yeah, and, uh, I was like, let's take that table. And we got everyone to move. We sat at the table by the snow, enjoyed the, the beautiful views, the nice food um, in Cook City. And then, and then I, actually, I want to bring this up because when we were there, this really fucking pissed me off. And there was this guy, he was a Bobcat fan, probably from Bozeman, you know, Bos Angeles. And uh, the, the owners, I assume, of that lodge or the people running, the family running that place was an India Indian family. And they, uh, they're very friendly and nice, but you could tell the lady, obviously English wasn't her first language. And obviously like working in Cook City, you're not like, you don't need to necessarily learn English to get by there. Like, yeah, to serve and help people. But beyond that, she's talking to her family and stuff in her native tongue. And so she did have a hard time understanding some of the stuff people were asking her. So you just talk slow. And the yeah. guy came in, walks in, gets off his snowmobile, because you can just park your snowmobiles out on the street, and comes into the bar and 
and says, can we get the Bobcat game on? Real fucking loud to this girl over and over and over, basically, in just a rude, ignorant way that, like, it's like, she can hear you. You don't need to raise your fucking voice. Yeah. And it's like, she said she'll get her husband to get the TV when he comes in next. So just fucking go sit down and wait. And they only ordered drinks. They didn't even order food. And I was like, are you kidding me? You're going to be that table? All right. Very common. Yeah. It's like, you know, I hope you hope you get that, aval- you know, they have to wear avalanche packs up in, uh, up in Cook City because it's like you're snowmobiling up, up in the top of the mountains where it's like avalanches happen. So oh, yeah. You have, to, you have to wear one. It's a requirement. Yeah. And uh, it's like, you know, I hope you have to use that today. <laughs> Just because it's like, you don't need to treat her like she's dumb and stupid because English isn't her, her first language. Like, and I, we need to think, especially us Americans, we really need to think about that and be better about that. And I, that's why I wanted to make a point of it. It's like, you don't need to yell at someone just because they're speaking another language. They just don't understand you. So what you need to do is find more common words. Yeah, but, that, you know, football's important. So you got to make sure the football game is on. Well, if it was important, you'd have been there by kickoff. Football is important. Doesn't matter. Everybody has the football game on, and you know, people will kill you if you don't have the football game on because football is so important. You're not wrong. No, it was good. So after that, we got back in the car and rolled back on through the Lamar Valley. Uh, we encountered river otters, but it was really cool because we pulled over right there where the river, which I've never seen otters in the Lamar. I've only seen them in the West Yellowstone. Uh, I believe that's the... Uh, no, remember mm-hmm. when the first time I went to Yellowstone? Uh, it's not was, the Lamar Valley, but the Hayden Valley. Yes. Yeah. We saw them there. But not to the extent like this. Well, yeah, no, true. Because, like, they were just kind of on top of the water, you know, yeah. so you just saw the, like, you didn't see the full body of the otter. When yeah, we yeah, yeah. High. Um, and I had another encounter similar to yours and I's. Uh, what river is that? Is that the Madison River by Madison Junction? Uh, or is it like the Gallatin? I think it's the Madison. I'm going to go with Madison because they wouldn't call it Madison Junction. <laughs> the Madison Campground. I'm going to <laughs> A, my final answer. I saw them over there too. Uh, uh, the river you follow going out towards West. Yeah. Uh, they. Uh, they they were good, but kind of like you and I. But this is the first time I've ever seen them like out of the water, and they were running in and out of the water, up and down, running kind of east to west on this river. And it's funny because it's like they're running on top of the ice, and like they have the like pump back the way they have it. You know, it's just weird. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, the way they move. It's, well, it's because they're so long. Well, it's swimming probably right. Like it's probably a better like. You need that flexibility and mobility to like swim, mm-hmm. and you know these guys are. You know they're probably like yes, they're fine on land, but you know it's probably not their preferred because you never see them. You see them more in the water than you do on land, right? Like the only reason I saw them on land is they're running on top of the ice on top of the water. I mean, I well, we had that one cool shit in nature video where it was like the gang wars of the otters. And like the fight started in the water, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know they probably are a little bit more comfortable in the water, but they still I, move pretty good on land. 
dude, they they were just hauling up this river. And it's cool because it's like in the ice, you know, there would be pockets of the ice where it's like, oh, that's unmelted. Yeah. Or that's, you know, it's water below. And they would unmelt it. Melt it. It is melted. <laughs> they jump in the water. Like two, two of them would jump in the water and then jump out, you know, as they're working their way up this river. Yeah. Um, it was kind of, it was really cool. I think they were kind of scared by the photographers following them. There was, a, there was one or two cars that were kind of following them up the road. Oh, uh, okay. Because they were moving in the direct, so it, I believe it was the Lamar River they were at, and they were working their way towards Cook City while we were working our way out, um, which was, I mean, we spent probably a good 10, you know, five minutes watching them and then rolled on to the next cool stuff and came across some bison crossing the road and got some good footage of that. You know, we just sat there for a little bit because they weren't moving and the cars in front of them on the other side weren't moving. There was no one behind us. So we right. thought, you know, we could sit here for a little longer and got some good photos and pictures and videos. And I, the one thing I forgot to tell you too is we saw a coyote. Saw quite a bit of coyotes actually. But when we first came into the Lamar, Colton goes, what's that? Right there by tower. And he's like, stop the car. And sure enough, balled up, laying down on top of the snow was just a coyote. Like, he probably just laid down too because he didn't have a lot of snow on him and it was snowing. And I got out of the car, I was taking pictures of him, and I worked my way down kind of down the hill to take some photos of him, get closer. And he like stood up in that way. I'm like, why? I gotta stand up because you're now my danger. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like worked his way over. But it's like, dude, you can stay there. I'm not gonna bother you. But you didn't know that. They no, they don't. And especially coyotes, I think. They they move around a lot more than a wolf. I think they don't that like the fact that he's laying out in the field like that, that's him resting, getting his sleep. He doesn't necessarily have a den to go back to. Yeah, um, maybe. Where like wolves have more of a den. Yeah, yeah. Um just based on how they pack up, like coyotes don't pack up as much. Mm. And uh he yeah, it was it was good. It was it, it was really cool to see him laying down like that, just in the middle of a field, like what? You just look like a sagebrush thing, but Colton's like, that's too dark to be, so. Thank you, Wanderers, for checking us out. Uh, make sure that you are hitting that like button, that subscribe button, leaving us a review on the iTunes, on the Spotify's, or wherever that you are checking out this podcast today. Uh, we really appreciate it, any kind of feedback. Uh, we love it. Uh, make sure to check out the YouTube so you can see our uh, beautiful faces instead of just listening to those beautiful voices. But uh, hit the like and subscribe button there, too, to see all of the fun Wandering Way stuff. Yeah, on the YouTube, too, make sure to check out those videos like Mark's amazing 30-day road trip where he lived out of the back of a Jeep. And if you want to commemorate it, go ahead and pick yourself up that Wandering Way swag in the link tree bio, click the swag button. If you're just on YouTube or Google or some sort of thing, go teespring.com slash wanderingways. You'll find us. You'll find socks. You'll find shirts. You'll find whatever you want to put our logo on, and you can have it for sure. And maybe you only like one of the Wandering Ways team members here, and you want to check out maybe just me personally because obviously I might be the better one. Uh, check me out, Reverend Marcus, on the Instagram, on the Twitter. I got some fun stuff there. 
Hey, and you might be into Jeeps. You could check out my Jeep, the Ruguru. You might be into adventures. Check out Zach of Wandering Ways. Who knows? You can find it all with us at Wandering Ways, the nature podcast. Yeah, let's keep wandering on. Nice. Well, it sounds like you've got some uh, some real cool shit. So, uh, you know, and speaking of cool shit, it's, uh, it's time for some cool shit in nature before we get going. So this week, it's not necessarily snow-themed. Um, actually, it's probably on the other end of uh, the theme of it. Um, it's going to be a lot warmer, but uh, it's equally as cool. But it's like some drone footage over a volcano. Oh, that's sick. Different type of volcano. Lava, which is really cool to like see. I think and I have after, seen this. this one may have the drone crash. I can't remember or not. Um, this is the one in Iceland, right? Uh, I think so. I think that's where this one is. I think that's what I saw them, the drone. No, it's in Cumbra Veja. La, oh, La Palma. La Palma. But yeah. what's really cool about this one is like the river of lava like how it creates that kind of like valley or like the little canal and uh the way the drone just kind of shoots down it is really really cool to see no that it really is i uh, i'm curious I, like i said i i need to go we need to go back to hawaii volcanoes to go actually or iceland to go experience some lava yeah. because i i get it but i need to see it yeah right i i want to i want to see it too I need to see it with my own eyes to see how it moves. I want to see the light. glow. The glow? Yeah, the glow of uh, lava. Yeah, I just want, yeah, exactly. Part of that, too, the light, right? The, like, yeah. You know, yeah. It, the it's world. really cool to see. So I think in person would be pretty legit. Well, and we live in a world with like CGI and Hollywood where they've really. You know, they give us a false sense of reality for a lot, a yeah, lot of yeah. things. And I don't want lava to do that to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I feel know, like that's one of those things. I think it would be more like, uh, you know, like a Grand Canyon-esque where, you know, people are like, the picture's like, oh, that's cool. But when you see it, you're like, ho, ho, that is I cool. Hope. I hope, because I also hope it's not like, oh no, it's faithful, where sometimes you see the picture because it's blown up fucking 10, 20 times, and you're you're like, dang, that's cool. And then you get to Old Faithful, and you're like, well, that's it. Yeah. I don't I've never had that, but I know people yeah. have. <laughs> I don't think it's like an Old Faithful, because oh, like, Old Faithful is this whole thing, right? So. A lot is different. Yeah. So I don't think it is quite, quite like that. There. Um, but anyways, we are going to jump into our, or I guess your, Wandering Ways review of your time in Yellowstone this past weekend. So... First category in the review is awe factor. What was the awe factor for this? Were you blown away 
Or were you like, I'm all yeah, whatever? I'm going to give it a 4.5. I'm not going to give it a 5 because I wasn't blown away because, well, I was blown away by the otters. But, yeah. like, you, I've been there enough. I've been there enough in the winter to know what to expect, right? I've been in Montana in the winter for the roads, for the snow, right? So, like, yeah. the magical feeling that it gave us, and I, I loved it. I, the whole day, you know, I'm, I, I, I bet you asked Colton and his girlfriend, because this was the first time I met her. All day, I was like, it's such a beautiful day, guys. Like, look around, you know, like. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I mean that. Like, I love weather and nature and getting out in it, right? You know, like, just a couple weeks ago, I was in Nye, and the wind was blowing 70 miles an hour. And I'm almost getting blown off a mountain. And to me, that's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful experience. You know, the energies, the weather and the elements can bring to you as a person. You know, I was talking to Jared about that in the eye of like the weather. It's like this, this harsh wind, right? It's a lot, but there's some sort of energy with it because that wind and where we're at and how the Rocky Mountains are the way they are, like, there, it's it's also forming this area right now, like the elements and all that. So to be around that energy and to experience it, that energy, I think it's a good thing for us to do because we don't think about the energies in our body, uh, the nonverbal stuff essentially that like is going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like that being around those energies in those areas is good for you, I believe. Um, to experience that any good experience so you know I was Yellowstone in the snow the animals the bison watching the bison move the snow in his head watching the otters oh just blown away all day um, I would have stayed longer if those guys like if Jared doesn't come with me I think Colton and his girlfriend want to stay longer in the park okay and I'm the guy that's like I'll get there at sunrise, and I'll leave at sunset. I'll even stay after sunset. Um, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, next category in it is crowds. What were the crowds like? Lots of crowds being, um, a one being it's crazy crowded, and a five being like nobody is a ghost town. Another 4.5. 4.5. Because when we were there, you know, Getting in the door, we were first in line. Getting in, uh, like the, the big horn sheet, there was only two other cars parked in that pullout. You know, it, it, if it was a typical summer day, there'd be a ton of people right there. Um, but those sheep also wouldn't be there, they'd be up higher. They'd be up higher. They'd be yeah. up higher. Um, uh, the Lamar Valley, the only real time we encountered other people was like when we were around the bison and around the otters. And like they it wasn't a lot of people. Um, you know, everyone was doing their own thing. The, the only real time that people were an issue was we parked by those cabins in the Lamar Valley um, to take photos by that little creek right there. And three cars stopped to ask us what we were taking photos of. And Jared was like, this net. So then we just turned the car around and 
because we weren't at a pullout right then. We were like, let's get a few photos. And then we were like, let's just hit a pullout and go. Um, but you know, when we're waiting at the pullout, one car pulled in to see what we were looking at and taking photos of, and then they realized what we were, and then they just dipped. Yeah. So, for the most part, nobody. No, there's no one in the park. You can find your own spots. You can go nice. chill. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Uh, I can't remember. Did you do any hiking there? We wanted to. We didn't. Um, All right. People, so we won't people, do. We won't do the hiking category. Well, people do. Just so you know, people do hike and they do snowshoe and cross country ski in areas. Oh, I'm sure. But so. you know, we're reviewing. We're not breaking down. Uh, I don't know. Just let them know. So, <laughs> um, accessibility, one being just not accessible at all. You got to have some real special equipment, cars, all that. Five being super accessible. Uh, literally anybody can do it. Two. Two. Uh, you're going to want snow tires. Bare minimum, you're going to want snow tires in the winter. Uh, okay. You gain elevation. You gain about, I think, 300 feet from Gardner, no, maybe almost close to a thousand feet from Gardner to where Mammoth sits. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, you notice it because that's a snow line. Yeah. Where, where when you're in Gardner, it might be raining, but if you're in Mammoth, it is snowing. Um, it was seven degrees when we were there, so it was cold. Uh, so you're going to need warm clothes. You, you know, if you're going to get out and do anything, you know, like. I was wearing tennis shoes and those pants that you have as well. Side story, me and Mark bought pants on the same day that are like the exact same pants. But you we, can actually hear us talk about it on a podcast episode. I can't I remember which one, but it is there is one in the older ones where we talk it, about it. It's before we go to Olympic together or yeah. or we go to Olympic together. It's one of those. So it's but about, it's about a year ago, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. No, it was good. Um, but I, I was wearing those. So I and I had like I wore sweatpants underneath them just for that little air extra oh, yeah. insulation. And uh so we did that. Uh I was because I, I would get out of my car and like walk in the snow and stuff to take photos of my car. I know. It was it was a, it was a heavy media day. Yeah. <laughs> and uh we uh you know, like they didn't get out. Um Chains, I don't think you wear do chains where you're at in the park. I don't think chains are allowed because it just eats up the road. Yeah. Um, any little car, front wheel drive car, you're going to struggle. There was a remember where we saw the black bear with Kaz kind of on the road going from uh Mammoth to Tower. There's some sketchy parts that are kind of yeah. high up where it's like on ice. We slid in my Jeep. If you're in a, like a, a Subaru Impreza, you're going off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did. There, we were paused for about uh, 15 minutes uh, where we see the other sheep all the time in the Lamar. Oh, Island. yes, yes, yes. And they were towing a car, a truck that got stuck in the snow. Oh, man. Uh, he was out. Like They, they yeah. had a National Park tow truck, so uh accessibility you know if you're sitting in your car and you have a car that's capable you can do this okay. uh, this aspect of the park um but if you're like trying to get out and do things it's a lot harder you have to have the equipment 
Uh, like I said, if you, even if you want to go snowmobiling in Cook City, which a lot of people do, you're going to have to have a avalanche path. So, yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying earlier. Extreme, you know. Sweet. Okay, well, the next category in the Wandering Ways review is the chance of seeing wildlife. I mean, I mean, like you're at the zoo, one being uh, space. I don't know, like not very good chance. Right. Uh, well, like I said before, you know, uh, it's a five because I'm not going to guarantee that you'll see animals in the Lamar Valley, but I'm going to guarantee you'll see Lamar <laughs> animals in the Lamar Valley. Yeah, yeah. I've never not seen a bison there. <laughs> That's true. Really I've, seen true. Antelope, I've seen sheep, I've seen moose, I've seen both species of bear, I've seen wolves, I've seen coyotes, I've seen otters, I've seen foxes. So Yeah, the Lamar Valley is a pretty sweet spot to go if you're looking for wildlife. Especially in the winter because there's no people yep. and the wolves and stuff and the other animals will you even use the roadways because they're plowed and flat. Yep. Easy travel. That is very true. Very true. Um, this one, always an important one to do as we are on the quest for him. But chance of seeing Bigfoot. Him or a Yeti-like cousin, I think, for sure. I mean, no, one, no one lives in Cook City. So that right there, good odds. Good right? odds. Good odds. Lamar got a lot of animals, a lot of food source. A lot of alive critters that haven't been shot off and killed by, you know, us crazy Americans. But uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a four. I think he's up there. I think he's in the Beartooth of Zorkas somewhere. Oh, I bet, I bet you he is. Four is pretty good, you know. That's pretty good odds of seeing all uh, my boy big. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, then I guess that leaves us with overall, how would you rate this trip to Yellowstone in the winter of 2021? Five out of five every time. I love going to Yellowstone. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world. Um, especially when you can go into like a cook city like that to add that to the trip. Cause you do get like, you're, you're in even much more snow right there. Cause the whole time you're in that Lamar Valley is you're slowly working your way up into the Beartooths, kind of that backside of the Beartooths. And I, I love it. I, I love going to the park. I love the snow. I love the wildlife. Uh, I love just interactions with, you know, the people in the car or in, who are on the adventure with you. Um, going with like, like Colton and his girlfriend to, and Jerry even to see the otters like that for everyone in the car to be like, I've never seen otters like that. That is, yeah. cool. that is one of the coolest things out there. And I'm like, exactly. Like, this is what I, like, this is what I live for. I love that just adventure, the craziness behind it. Um, and then, to, you know, we drove out of the park and those sheep were still there when we left and uh, finished the day out in the Yellowstone hot springs. And they are doing a real good job. Like they put a lot of money into, I think, the pools themselves. Yeah. How they set them up, the landscaping. Um, it's, it's going to be, you know, so like just to end, and it, we hit it like, it was crazy. We go in, we pay, we change, and then we come out, right? Because it's all it is is a little, little small office where they take your money. 
and then two changing rooms and men's and a girls and they have showers and like they have room space and then you walk right out because it's like a little trailer almost and you walk right out and nice pools and if you go to the moon guru on instagram you'll be able to see it but like we hit it like me and colton walked out of the bathroom right at golden hour kind of but it was one of those ones where it's like it's only going to last for like two minutes so like yeah. when jared came out of the bathroom it was already like the peak of it was done oh because like it wasn't that way when we walked out of my car into the shack like, it was yeah, crazy yeah. just the perfect timing the sunset the way the wind and stuff works in that valley because you're right right where Yankee Jim comes together on the Yellowstone River there, uh, the canyon there. So it's really, it's a cool spot. Um, one of the hot springs I need to take you to for sure, just because, you know, you enjoy good hot springs. Love me uh, good hot springs. When you, when you have a wonderful day in the park, great encounters, great conversation, great fun, and then top it off with that, it's a five out of five every time. There we go. There we go. Maybe we'll have to, I don't know, do a winter Yellowstone breakdown or something because I think we've done it enough now. We got to get you to do the Lamar and then... Well, I've done the West Yellowstone side. Exactly. So we we can talk about the two sides, which is nice. But anyways, it's time for final words. We've gone through the review. Uh, High reviews everything looking real good except for accessibility which makes sense it's in the winter but anyways sounds like it was a good trip overall it was rated five out of five but that brings us to again like i said the final words so final words my guy you know i think the winter can be discouraging for our park lover friends our wanderers and because I mean, it, it was for me, it still is sometimes. I look at Glacier in the winter and I don't want to go up there in the winter because what am I going to do? What is there going to be to do, right? And I, I, I almost have to think sometimes like that's not the way I need to think um, because going into Yellowstone in the winter and just spending a lot of time in the snow like I do, drive slow, take your time, go enjoy it. No, don't let it discourage you. You know, you can always put boots, wool socks, long underwear, sweatpants, layers, right? Dress in layers when you go out in the cold, you know? So I know it can be discouraging. I know the travel getting there is harder. It, it, it's, it is just discouraging straight up. I get it. Um, but I think we need to force ourselves to go to those places, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to go to, um, you know, in the off season or, you know, when it's not as popular, but I totally think to get those experiences of things when they're, you know, I, I've experienced, like I said, the Lamar in the spring and fall and summer, you know, and the winter. Uh, to do that, to come across some of these areas, these places, you know, that bend or that corner is a lot different each time of the year. Um, so to go to these places that we're afraid to go in seasons we're afraid of going in, I think we need to better ourselves and go do that because you're going to only experience something so much cooler than you thought, you know, there's no, yeah, it's hard and bad and you can get yourself in trouble, but be safe. Don't die and don't get written in the book. (laughs) That's it. No, that's, that's, it's good tips. It's good tips. 
Um, Reverend's final words of wisdom. Stay beautiful, everybody. Can't tell you how much I appreciate you all. Uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. We're closing out 2021 here on the Wandering Ways podcast, and we thank all of you for coming along for the ride. Uh, hopefully 2022 brings some awesome stuff. Um, super excited for things I have planned um, with the little time that I do have. Um, but outside that, you know, again, Spotify people, make sure you go rate, check out the videos. The videos, it's a cool feature. Uh, you can either listen or watch the video or switch between the two while you are on Spotify. So that's, uh, that's nice. Um, but outside that, you know, that being said, peace out, everybody. Bye.